This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Titzavah. Pasha Stitzavi, according to the Chinuch, contains seven mitzvos, including the Torah devotes 43 psukim of this parsha to the big day Kohen, to the special garments, the four garments that a regular Kohen wore, and the additional four garments which contained gold, that was worn by the Kohen Gadol. Interestingly, the rabbis note that this parsha begins with the Atotetzaveh, God speaking to Moshe, that he should command the Jewish people to bring the oil for the lighting of the menorah, and Moshe's name is conspicuously missed, not only from the beginning of the Parsha, but from the entire Parsha. And the um, Balaturim and others note that it's not coincidental that today happens to be Zion Ador. Today is the birthday of Moshe Rabbeinu and Moshe Rabbeinu's yard site. And Moshe, in next week's parsha, says to Hashem, in his incredible loyalty and devotion to the Jewish people, after they are having sinned with the golden calf, Hashem is angry at the Jewish people, threatens to literally destroy them and make a nation out of Moshe, and rather than say to Hashem, okay, that's a good idea. Moshe says just the opposite. If Hashem does not forgive the Jewish people, then literally blot out my name from your book. I'm out. And therefore, even though Moshe's very strong statement was said on condition, Still, the words of the righteous are taken with such seriousness before God that his prophecy that his name should be omitted came true in this parsha, the parsha of Tetzaveh, which often coincides with his yard site as with this year. I'd like to share with you a fascinating medrash brought by the Yalkut Me'am Loez at the very beginning of the Parsha, which to a certain extent parallels, interestingly, in the context of the menorah, the opening Tanchuma of Parshas Baaloscha. We know that the menorah comes right after the Torah enumerates at the end of Naso the gift that was brought by each of the princes of the tribes at the time of the dedication of the Mishkan, 
the sanctuary in the desert. And the Tanhuma explains what's the connection that Aaron was troubled that he was not included in bringing an offering. And God says to him, what you have with the menorah, which the Ramban explains refers to Hanukkah, is even of a greater significance than that which the princes brought. Here too, the Midrash tells us the juxtaposition of the lighting and bringing of the special oil for the menorah. God is speaking to Moshe and regarding you, Moshe, who was troubled that you, Moshe, have not personally contributed to the Mishkan. Don't think that your status has in any way been diminished by this. Just the opposite. Rather, your role is much more significant, more than all who have contributed. Why? Because you are the cause that they are the ones that are contributing. And the Midrash cites Godol HaMe'aseh Yoser Min HaOseh which means literally that the one who causes the performance of a good deed, in this case here, the donation to the sanctuary, the one who brings it about, his deed is considered greater than the one who actually performed it, the one who actually gave the donations. Why? As Rabbi El Azar explains this teaching in Baba Basra Daftes because often much effort has to be expended to convince others to assist in charitable works. It's fascinating to note that Rav Yaakov Emden, in his commentary to the Gemara Baba Basra, states that the reason for this is, and I apologize, but this is fact, that oftentimes the trouble, and more important, the elbonos, the humiliation, that bizionos, the unfortunate kind of response that one encounters in trying to get others to contribute, this is more challenging to the individual than any loss of their money. The one who gives, he made a sacrifice. He gave of his money. The one who caused him to give oftentimes has a greater sacrifice because of the humiliation that he suffers in the process. And that's as the Mishnah teaches us in the fifth chapter of Avos, Lufum Tsara Agra, literally commensurate with the pain 
is, quote, the gain. And therefore, in this case here, Godol HaMe'aseh, greater is the accomplishment of the one who facilitates, encourages, and persuades others to do the act, oftentimes, than the one who actually performed it. And, interestingly, in order to understand this, we need to look at the Gemara in Bavabasra 9b. There the Gemara says as follows, If one literally gives a donation, even a small donation, to a poor person, they receive six blessings from on high. But the one who appeases him gives the poor person encouragement and tries to give him a sense of self-worth. He's blessed with 11 blessings, more than the one who actually just gives the donation. Why? Because the person who comes and asks for charity themselves, oftentimes he needs much more than just the physical help. He has oftentimes been broken emotionally, psychologically. He feels a sense of lack of fulfillment, that he is dependent on others, that he can't support himself and his family independently, and therefore he needs more than just monetary assistance. He needs an incredible idud, an incredible kind of uplift of trying to raise him, and therefore one who does this kind of personal injection of dignity to the poor merits these 11 blessings. Now, the unfortunate flip side of this is the individual who is trying to persuade others to give. The late Rabbi Cheskel Abramsky said that when he had to knock on doors, he was petrified by the response that oftentimes he would get. Unfortunately, how often it is, a child will come to the door when the father knows that it is what we call a meshulach, somebody who is there collecting either for themselves or for an institution, and the father teaches the child, tell them that your father is not home. Tell them that your father is not available. Just look at the terrible chinuch. Just look at the terrible kind of education that the parent is giving the child not only to lie but to hide from charity and 
I couldn't say this if it wasn't true. But unfortunately, when Rav Kook, Zechet Tzadik Levracha, of Rehovot, went around collecting, and they didn't recognize him, but that makes no difference, and somebody sent down a donation, only they sent it down not with their child, they put it in the mouth of the dog to give it to the man at the door. Um, there are no words. As Rav Yaakov Emden says, at times, the bizionos, the humiliation that one has to go through in order to get others to fulfill the mitzvah. And the idea behind this is for all of us to realize just the opposite, that Yoser Mimash Balabayas Ose Imaoni, more than what the donor gives the poor person, Haoni Ose Imbalabayas, does the poor person actually do for the one who is the donor? The poor person transforms the donor into a giver, makes him into better character. And this is such a powerful lesson of Godol HaMi'aseh Yoser Mina'oseh. Greater is the one who causes the performance of good deeds. There's a powerful Gemara in Brachos, Daf Yudzayin Amen Aleph, which extols the remarkable Mesiras Nefesh dedication and devotion of Jewish women that independent of their own study of Torah, the Talmud says how great is their reward because they wait. A, they encourage their husbands to go and learn. And they wait for them to return. And one could argue the husbands are at least involved in the exciting study of Torah. And the wives and mothers are oftentimes left alone, alone with the children, alone without the companionship. But they are the mi'aser. They are literally the ones that are causing it to happen by their encouragement, by the manner in which their temperament, their excitement, their happiness, that this is what their husbands are doing. This is such an important aspect and contribution that these women make on behalf of not only their families, but on behalf of Klal Yisrael. What a very important message is being communicated to us at the very beginning of the parsha. Ve'ata, Moshe, Godol Yoser And this applies to all of us that have the opportunity daily in our interaction with others, others who are not yet observant, others who are not yet appreciative of the very special gift of Shabbos and our Jewish tradition, by you sharing with them your excitement, you are literally 
fulfilling this aspect of greater is the one that gets others to do it than oftentimes those who do it themselves. It's a challenge to all of us, but one that we have to learn from our Rebbe, Moshe Rabbeinu. Shabbat Shalom to all.